Yo, broski, turn the gain up. Supercharged up. Super revved up. Welcome back, man. Welcome back. It's a hard report. First thing in the morning, man. We're here up and at it, bro. Playoffs are around the corner. For those of you that know, fantasy basketball seasons are about to wrap up. So it's a beautiful time, man. So let's dig into it. But before that, let's talk to the boys, see what you guys been up to since we last spoke. Kev, what have you been saying? Uh, none. Uh, got a couple of early shout-outs, though. Shout-out Jason Tatum. Shout-out Kevin Porter Jr. Um, Cavs got fucking fleeced, bro. But it's the way it goes sometimes, still. The guy has some loose screws, though, so I don't know if they got fleeced, but we can get into that. Chris, what are you saying? They definitely got fleeced, but I think we're going to talk about that, too. But it was a good week. Me, I got knocked out of fantasy fantasy basketball, you know what I'm saying? So taking my little detox away from the league this week, reset for the playoffs. So, you know, I'll be back, though. Definitely be back. I'm still left in fantasy playoffs, but that's a given at this point. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, I already, as I showed the man them, if you win again this year, it's not a it's not a, a surety that I'm back next year. Like I don't know what most likely uh, most likely I'll be back. But fam, it's, it's I can't say it for sure. Still, fam, you're gonna make it's one man run off the table. Fam, three no, three, no, no. three championships in, in the span of three championships in the span of six years. It's on me to step away. Still, so hold on. you're it's gonna make me. our man run you off your thing? <laughs> Come on, fam, three championships in six years, Robs. Bro, no man's running me off of my thing. No, but still. you know what? Keep this bad juju away from me. Still, let's not do this. I'm not doing this yet. Still. I don't know. Still, not three championships in six years, and then not I'm letting just a man back curse like my tanks. Still, no you don't. You don't feel cool. no shame. <laughs> you don't let a man curse my tanks. I'm competing. You don't feel no shame. I'm competing. <laughs> Are you though? No, you're not. Are you really? I don't know if you're competing. Still, <laughs> you missed. The, you don't missed com- playoffs three years. Don't, don't confuse rings. putting your Imagine money that, in. Fam. Don't confuse putting your money into competing. Still, but it's again, a donation bus. Keep that bad. You know what I'm saying? But it's tough. I'm gonna just transition myself to a fantasy football head, just like that. I don't know about that. But yo, let's dig into it. So first on the docket, we got interesting first round matchups. Um, with the playoffs being around the corner, it's going to be interesting, especially because a lot of the teams at the end of the table or like towards the end of the conferences um, are going to be forced to do the playoff or the playing scenario. Um, <clears throat> so it's going to be interesting to see some of these first round matches because again, we're not going to really know who's the seventh and eighth seed, but I guess we can kind of just use the current standings and predict based on those. So. Um, I'll show it to you, Chris. Just East, West, whatever you want to do. Who do you think are some first-round matchups that you're interested in seeing as it currently stands? See, as it currently stands, I want to, like, I want to just put, say that, you know, Golden State could make it into the eight seed because right now they're only point five out, and, and they can always play in still, and they can always play in. Yeah. So for me, that's like the the main thing. Like, I want to see Steph Curry in the playoffs. And I feel like no team would want to see Steph Curry in the playoffs, no matter what the team is, Jazz, Phoenix, Clippers, whatever the, whatever the case is. So that's number one off rip for me is Steph Curry in there. Um, number two for me, believe it or not, it's the Washington Wizards. And I remember early, early in the year, I know they're, in, they're only in the 10th seed right now. 
So it would take a little bit more for them, you know, to, to make it in. But I remember early in the year we were talking about the addition of Russell Westbrook and what it would mean to a guy like Bradley Beal, what it would mean to the team in general. And it didn't start off properly, but it was clear. Now it was clear that Russell Westbrook simply wasn't healthy to start the year. He's healthy now, and he's been on a, a tear kind of similar to the tear that Steph Curry's on, but it's in a different way where he's on a triple-double binge. He's on an energy binge, bro. Like, he took a five-hour energy that's lasting for 30 days. Mm-hmm. He can't stop. So it's like, for me, even though I feel like a win wouldn't be a surety in their case, like, I feel like Steph Curry has a better chance of pulling out that type of upset on his side of the ledger. When it comes to Russell Westbrook, he's just such a such a ball of energy that I just feel like nobody would want to have to deal with him type thing, even though he would even though they would probably still win. So Philly, yes, I believe Philly would win, but I don't think Philly wants to deal with a Russell Westbrook. And then you have a guy like Bradley Bill that can is liable for 40 points on every given night as well. Yo, Chris, so those are my two out of East and West. Let me ask you something on that point, right? Because I feel like that sounds good, but let's we have to look at the facts. What do you mean what they have to do? I don't, has Russell Westbrook ever won a series as the guy? No, for it's not and that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that he wouldn't he would win. Or I'm not saying that he wouldn't lose. I'm not saying that the loss is a for, for sure thing. I'm saying, do you want to go up against that? and have him take the pound of flesh that he will be taking out of you. When you could be going up against a team like the Bulls, a team like the Raptors, a team like, I don't even know who's in eighth right now. Charlotte's like, in eighth right now. Or Charlotte, like a team like Charlotte. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a good question. Who's 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 a bigger threat to you? Is it Charlotte or is it the Wizards? And to me, it's the Wizards. Because Charlotte has a bunch of guys that you know haven't done anything yet. But, you see, I think, I think the point I'm trying to make is I don't want to confuse star power for you being yeah, uh, uh, a real challenge. Teams. Yeah, like you being challenging. Because, like, yeah, you could those guys can go out there and average 75, 80 for a series between the two of them, but they could also get blown up by 20 in three of those seven games. I don't even think it's going seven games. They get swept, gentlemen sweep. No, it wouldn't go seven games. I'm saying if they get gentlemen sweep, they, they might get blown out in three of the five. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, star power, but, like, what does that actually mean in the numbers? But go ahead, Kip. Uh, I think... In terms of like what Chris said, I think the Warriors just have a better chance based on who they're playing. Um, obviously, Steph Curry is a big factor, but there's obviously question marks around the Jazz and the Suns, right? As opposed to when you look to the East, there's less question marks around the Sixers and the Nets in terms of just been doing it for a while now. So I think matchups for me, I like the idea of the Knicks and Atlanta. I think that's one of those just pure toss-up. Two teams that we're probably going to look at and say you shouldn't even be this, be here. And both teams are going to be going into it saying, I can win this. So I think that's a great series. Uh, going out west, I also had Portland. And right as it stands right now, it's Portland and Phoenix. I kind of like that one. I'd, I'd have Phoenix as the favor, but we know what um, we know what Dame can do still. And by no means is Phoenix proven. So... I think that's a good one. I also like I've re- right now we're talking Clippers and Dallas. I don't really care for that one. I think Clippers hand them easily. We saw that already. Yeah, and Chris Apps is done. I told Mans come May, can't find it. All right, and also right now it's Bucks and and Boston. That's my. If you look at the up. East standings right now, if you look at the East standings right now, 
the first round is looking like an absolute madness. As much as we shit on the East, the, the aside from Knicks, Knicks Atlanta, you have Milwaukee, Boston, Phoenix, Miami. Sorry, Philadelphia, Miami right now. It actually doesn't get any better than that. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, my marquee mashup was Milwaukee and Boston. And the reason why is because, oh, yeah, all the other series are going to be interesting. But I don't think there's any serious implications if a team takes an L. I do think that if Boston loses, some people's jobs are going to be on the line. I think people are going to start looking at Brad Stevens a little bit. Danny Angels might be on the hot seat because there's no excuse. Never. You guys had two all-stars. One might even be an all-NBA player. You guys uh, went the whole season. You I had to, know the rest of the team isn't really lit like okay, that. Okay, but at the same time, you had a trade exemption. You went out there and got Evan Fournier. Okay, granted, that might be the most you could have done at the moment, but then that still doesn't excuse the fact that you're about to get the boot in the first round. Granted, against Milwaukee, but, but you know, like is. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, is there a shame in losing to Milwaukee in the first? Like, because had they gone to the, sem- the the conference finals and lost to Milwaukee, obviously, man's wouldn't be move wouldn't move the same way. So but it's I just think like, there's no shame in it. You shouldn't be in six. Don't get it twisted. Uh, that's yeah, my point. Compounding six is where you, yeah, the the sixth place to face Milwaukee is where you fucked up. But like, I hear you. If they go out in, in the first, it looks bad. But that's not a typical first round. But yo, how many buys are we gonna give, man? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? How many buys are we gonna give, man? He it's has a compounding injury. Still, what's what's last year's buy? Oh, they just lost to to, to Miami. That right? they lost, and then this year they supposedly got quote unquote better, or at least the team got better. No, they didn't. Man, Jalen no, Brown took the leap. Jalen Brown took the leap. You have two all star wings. <laughs> no, no, no. I wouldn't say that they were they were better, but I would say that the expectations were that they were supposed. Yeah, to be oh one yeah, of the, the expectations. Top. Yeah, but by no means did they get better. Still, like I understand Jalen Brown took the leap, but that doesn't uh, get rid of the fact that you actually lost Gordon Hayward, and now you're playing that Neesmith man. Like it's they're not better by no means. Daniel Tice was way better last year. Now he's on Chicago. Like I don't think they're better. I think it doesn't look good. I hear you guys. It's just, I don't know. They're going to keep getting blasts, I think, because they're young. They're always going to look like a team that has time until they don't. So, I don't know. I think a lot's happened for them this season. I think if they win, we're going to look at them. We're going to look at Milwaukee the same way. But I think Milwaukee's worse because then you have a man like Giannis who just signed the extension. Now, man, they're looking at like Wagwan here. I don't think Milwaukee can lose. They can't lose. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> they can't afford they, they to lose. They literally can't. <clears throat> but I, I do think that – I don't expect Milwaukee to lose. So like maybe that's not why I paid that much attention to how it's going to affect them. But I just don't know how many blies I'm going to give Danny Ainge and those guys when knowingly that your team from this point onwards is not going to be able to get better from a free agent or draft perspective. Yeah, yeah. So, it's internal like, now. Yeah, so what are we doing here? Like, this was the year you're supposed to bolster the roster to make it your roster for the foreseeable future. And you got Evan Fournier. And you're in the sixth seat. So it's looking grim. And I, I mean, I'm not the owner of Boston. I don't know how he likes to manage his team or his organization, but I'd be looking at him sideways. <laughs> it's time. Fam. It might be time. Yeah, I think I think if this thing, if they don't end up being like a championship contender throughout this time, it's the Kevin Walker contract still because... A year later, that shit looks bad, and it's the ink's still kind of fresh. So, like, what he's giving you isn't that important to your team, like compared to the amount of money you're paying him. And did Tatum get an extension yet? I think Tatum extension kicks in next year. Yeah, it does. Brown's already making his money. Like they're handicapped right now, so they're gonna be dumpster diving for bigs, trying to fill in where they can. Pritchard, they got like a, a very good pick out of like he's played well, but I don't know. I think. 
like Milwaukee, if Milwaukee loses after they added Drew Holiday, I don't know where you go from here. They're going to be on a Raptors vibe where every year they're running it back saying this year's different only for it to be the exact same shit. So I don't know. We'll see. The Kemba Walker contract is horrible, man. Horrible. Two more years after this season with a player option, they might have to move it. They didn't know they can't move it. They didn't know Tatum was going to take the leap that he took. I think that's just what it was. Like they obviously expected Tatum to get better, but the leap he took in Kemba's first year was probably not what they expected. So that's why they ended up giving him all that money for something that he's not really required to do that much anymore. But don't get it twisted. Like he's hit big shots before. Like he can come up big. He can win you games. So by no means am I saying this guy is washed. It's just he's hit big shots this year. Yeah, yeah. He's he's come up big and he can still do that. Like Kemba Walker can be shit for you for and all eighty two. Hit a shot when it matters. And if he and yeah, and if he hits two in the playoffs and wins two games for you, that contract's kind of vindicated. So we'll see. Yeah, <clears throat> the way I look at it is Al Horford can get moved. Anybody can get moved. So because Al Horford, Al Horford's dead food right now. <laughs> to be honest, I hear that. I hear um, that stuff. <clears throat> but let's move forward though, because now that we know what the playoffs standings are kind of looking like, and we discussed the first round matchups, what are your dark horses, or do you have a dark horse for the NBA title, for lack of a better word? I'll go first. I, I don't know how to say this, but I think my dark horse would have to be <clears throat> the the Utah Jazz. And I know this is going to sound bad because I think a lot of people are like, how are they a dark horse if they're the number one seed in the league? And it's like, yeah, they're the number one seed in the league, but I don't think anybody's slating them to be a real contender. If anything, conference finals is what most people might say that is the furthest they can go. But like I'm looking at the team and I'm like, yo, you guys are playing so well. You guys held down the top seed for the rest of the season. Obviously, a dark horse is not your favorite, but it's just something to consider. I don't think that we can count Utah out just yet. And I think they have some business that they left on the table, especially last year when they lost to Denver. So I expect them to come out this year and and do what they need to do. They have Jordan Clarkson playing well, Donovan Mitchell playing at an All NBA level, Gobert's being Gobert, and they have all their other ancillary pieces do what though, they need. Man. He's hurt. I, I think it's I think he's hurt, but I don't think he's actually hurt. Like I think if it was a regular season and he needed to, or playoffs starting no, no, today, hurt. he'd be playing. Man. I think he'd be playing. I think it would just hold him that, down. Yo, that's not lose. enough though. That's not enough. No, no, I don't think that that's not enough though. Because like we're talking the playoffs where Donovan Mitchell has to be the guy. If we need him at a hundred, like a thousand, not ninety. I think that's I think that's the difference for them right now. That's why I kind of feel bad for them. I think he's hurt. Like when man's caught these ankle injuries. Yeah, they come back, but it takes them a while to really feel like themselves pre-injury. So, I don't know. I don't think – I think they're kind of dead right now. Just, yeah, he's going to be back come playoff time, but what is it going to look like? And I think that's obviously the key. Like, man, they're looking at Utah and saying they don't have that guy. And if we're looking at Donovan Mitchell to fill that role, which we probably all think he can, it's just a matter if he will, if he's hurt, that makes that shit way harder. I already know how I feel about Phoenix. They have that guy. And they're healthy. But that guy's never seen the playoffs. Okay. But as I said, right, you are not that guy until you are. But also, I hear and that, Kev. I hear that. But here's the point I'm saying. You're not that guy until you are that guy. But that guy doesn't win championships like that. You don't just turn into a guy and win a championship same season. It's you don't a become progression. big man on campus the first time you touch campus. Though. Yeah, you have to. You have to. No, no, no. Down. Okay, but by okay, LA you, roots, fam. Listen, I hear that. <laughs> I hear that. But what I'm saying is, this team is good. 
and they have a guy. Sorry, he's not the guy, but he can be. And as I keep, as I said before, they're going to. He's going to have the best opportunity compared to people in his um in his peer group. He's going into a playoff series with a man who's done it before, with a man who takes the pressure off. Who's done it before? You know what? I'm talking he's about done win before, in man? the playoffs. You're talking about a man without. You're saying a man that's never touched playoffs. He's done it before. No, but I'm saying a guy in, in Chris Paul who's who's who he's done it before, but has he ever been to the conference finals before? Yes, he has. Okay. He has, no? He, when has he done that? With the Rockets. Yeah, you're Oh, about with the Harden, yes. Well, yeah, yeah. That that one time with Harden. And after after that it was done. So so is is Devin Booker gonna step up and be Harden? That's what you're telling me then. No. But what I'm no no, because there's mm. way more there's way more talent on this roster. That's not what I'm saying. He doesn't it, that again, would have to be what you're saying. No, it's not because there's way more talent on this Phoenix roster than there was on that other roster. Who's, Capella who? was on that roster still. Capella um, wasn't a guy; was barely a guy by then. Actually, not. By Capella then was, was as good was. as as DeAndre Ayton. What, okay. In his own way, he was as good as DeAndre. What Ayton. I'm saying is, this is a better team than that Houston Rockets team. This team's not pounding the ball for 25 seconds hoping to get a shot off and dashing up trays. They can go inside. They can go outside. They can go mid range, lethal. They can get to the rim. There's a difference between this team and that team. They don't need him necessarily be hardened they need him to be booker they don't need him to step up they just need him to be himself and that's the difference between a him and i look at a guy like donovan mitchell for utah to win games in the playoffs and be a fam in every situation the star needs to step up so you can't tell me that devin booker doesn't need to step up i don't think every other situation i don't think man's are stepping up in the playoffs when when i look when i no, no i'm not saying he i'm saying for them to win and for them to be successful i don't necessarily think if if Donovan Mitchell doesn't step up, can they beat the Golden State Warriors? Like it's gonna, it's, it might be hard. I don't think they need for a lot of these matchups until you get to Lakers and maybe the Clippers. I don't think you necessarily need Devin Booker to go out there and give you thirty five. I just don't think you need it, bro. If every other man, if every other star player is in the playoffs letting their nuts hang, and you're telling me that he can just be there, he, that's nonsense, fam. It's not being there. Him averaging twenty eight and doing what he does isn't just being there. But I'm just saying, I don't think he needs to be Jamal Murray. For them to win, I don't know still because in recent, I I can't remember a a, a star just being mid and getting through. But you keep calling it mid, like what but Booker obviously does it's mid, mid relative to what they're doing. So, for example, a guy like LeBron James, he goes in the regular season, drops twenty four a game. That's his mid for me because if you go below that, now you're you're underperforming. He goes in the playoffs. He's averaging twenty eight, twenty nine a game for the entire for the entire playoff run. That's him stepping up. Okay, but historically, even guys like Bam, like even Bam last year, his mid was eighteen in the playoffs. He was averaging twenty five. Bam averaged twenty five in the playoffs. In the last, fam, in the in the in in uh, conference finals and finals, okay, he was averaging okay. twenty four point something. Um. Okay, but again, this is my difference. I look at a LeBron James team. That team is historic is always historically void of talent. Always. They have he has a star, maybe even the next one, but after that, it's J.R. Smith. It's Matthew Delavadova. This that's not this Phoenix team. That's my point. Like this team is good. I look at them more so as Denver. Denver, when Denver touched conference finals um two years ago, yeah, they got some great performances out of Jamal Murray, but by no means was he carrying them because you had Jokic playing well. And that's how I look at this team. They're good. From top to bottom, so might as well have to might as well have to agree with me. No, I hear you, Kev. I hear you, but the problem is, is like 
I want to agree with you because I, I watch Phoenix. I know that guys like Mikel Bridges and, and the rest of their team is, is good, right? They're very, very cohesive unit. But the problem is, is when, Extremely. Fam, when two of your players... And, uh, they're and, also, sorry, hold on, fam, hold they're on. also liable for a donut, bro. Okay, but they have a bunch thing, of those right? guys too. Yeah, facts. But here's the thing, right? They're the healthiest team right now. But they also got like two mans that have seen playoffs before. Like two No, no, two I mans. know. But again, okay, I know. But a lot of these teams that we're looking at to make a run, they got to start putting shit together right now. Okay, I hear that. Utah <clears throat> needs Donovan Mitchell back. Lakers, you have Bron saying he's not even 100. He's never going to be 100%. Still going to work his way back from injury. AD, same thing. Kawhi's Clippers, Mass can't see Kawhi. Dallas, KP's out of here right on time. They're the only healthy team on that side right now. And they've been healthy all year. True. I don't know, man. It, yo, it's going to be a hard pill to swallow to say that Phoenix is going to be a, a contender. But, like, if that's a dark horse, then that's a dark horse. Like, I can't really tell you that you're wrong because you're making some valid points. But I, I, don't know, I don't know if I can co-sign that one. So you might be caping on that <laughs> one. So. Too many teams are trying to put it together right now, fam. <sighs> I, you know, I feel like a lot of teams are faking the injuries, bro. They're just For trying me, to rest, man. No, 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 no. I seen Bron's nah, no, ankle. No one's. Get I don't think no mans are. are yeah, I seen Donovan Mitchell it. moving like his season was done. Fam. For us, we just believe that mans are going to be back. That's it. Yeah, just but I, be back. It, and, no, no, mans are That's definitely going to be back. That's not a question, right? But what is back going to look like? Yeah, and That's I feel like I'm when saying. mans come back, they're just going to be. They're going to be yo fam. They're going to be damn like when KD showed me, bro, and maybe KD is like a just a one off. <laughs> but Katie misses example, six bro. games and comes back and drops thirty three. But that's not <laughs> like the example, still. That's not the man, though. That's not like, the man. That's not the man to look at, still. I don't know, bro. Like that's not the man to look at. Is, is KD just a one off in again, the entire NBA? You're looking at. I'm talking about. We saw what happened to Bron. Bron's ankle, still. Go ahead, Kev. <clears throat> we saw what happened Froze to Bron's ankle, yeah. still. Like. That and he, he just said it himself. Like he's never going to be hundred percent. Yeah, I expect Bron to be good enough when yeah, it comes but time. Honestly, but... Bron is a drama queen. We know that, fam. I'm just, he's yo, just, I'm just saying the, he's that. Already, like, he's already setting expecting... the stage for the narrative, fam. No, no, I hear you, right? But I'm just saying, like, there is some type of premium or some type of value that to being ready all the way through, not having to get ready. You don't have. They don't have to get ready. They've been ready. A lot of teams we're talking about right now have to get ready. The Clippers, what was their problem last year? They had to get ready. Are they even ready this year? I would say leadership. Year two, are they ready? <clears throat> last no, year, no, the but, Clippers, okay, but they their, their problem together. was that their vagina was swollen. Have shit. they even played together this year? Mm. Paul George missed time. Patrick Beverly missed bear time. True. Serge Bacchus missed bear time. That's true. Now, 10, 10, 10, days before, 10 games before playoffs, Mans can't find Kawhi. But you know, the thing about it is like, I agree with all the points you're making because they're valid. It's just that, like, yo, like, I know that playoffs are a different animal. Yeah, but for me, my dark horse is going to have to be, what do you call it? It's going to have to be Celtics, bro. (laughs) No way. Fam, here's the reason, right? (laughs) When we talk about the Celtics, we have to understand the chronology of what happened this season. That's what we have to understand. Very fair. We have to understand that Kemba Walker was gone. Kemba Walker came back, and then he had to work his way back into playing games, right? Then you move on to a guy like Jason Tatum. Got COVID and missed two weeks of the season. Came back and said that he needed an inhaler to play games over that time. Mm -hmm. 
and he's just now being able to get off of that inhaler and we're seeing the fruits of that right now right we got to look at guys like Jay, even Jalen Brown. He's been in and out of games for his knee, for his ankle, not necessarily COVID, but he's been dealing with knickknack injuries. And with him, you can say that that's what people have to deal with on a, on a yearly basis. So if even if you don't want to add him in the equation, that's cool. But I'm going to still add him because he's also been a key contributor that's been missing games. However you want to look at Tristan Thompson, he's been gone for COVID. Rod Williams, he's been gone for COVID. Peyton Pritchard, he's been gone for COVID. So, what they get even Fournier, Fournier. I don't know if it was COVID or I don't know if it was like malaria or whatever relax, he relax. had to deal with. Relax. But <clears throat> he was gone for a good two weeks after joining the team, so he didn't even get to really lay his claim on whatever role that he would have on the you know on the team. So the way I look at it is that team has been so you know, disgruntled in the form of like playing games to where I'm saying, all right, let's look at what we have here. We have Jason Tatum. That is an absolute bona fide superstar in the league. Now we understand that top 10 before the season started. We have a guy in Jalen Brown. That is one of the best number two players you can have to pair beside a star. You got Kemba Walker and all we need out of Kemba Walker right now is for him to show up in the fourth quarter and be cardiac Kemba to close deals when deals are there to be closed. You see what I'm saying? And yes, they traded Tice, but Rod Williams was playing very well when he was when he was out there. I, I don't even know if he's back yet because of the whole knee issue. Yeah, he's back, back. But, he's back. But he was playing well the last time I seen him. And Tristan Thompson is a valuable second big off the bench. Evan Fournier is a he can do a little lot of that Gordon Hayward stuff that you got out of Gordon Hayward. When man's are on the bench getting some rest, you can give him the ball and tell him to go and do his thing. So for me, it's like, <clears throat> is there a team out there that it hasn't really got, came all together for them yet? But if there's any team that you can say can come together for, it's the Celtics. To me, they have they're the definition of a dark horse. Because if you see them in the conference finals, you're not going to be like, oh shit, how did they get here? You're going to say that they were supposed to be here. But man's aren't looking at them right now because of where they are in the standing. So for me, I'm being proactive and I'm saying if there's any team out East right now that I can say isn't being talked about, it's definitely the Celtics that can get to the finals. And I wouldn't surprise me one bit if they get to the finals and win the finals. It would not Win the finals. Because fam, it can be a situation where Say, um, the only team where I would say that they would have a very hard time of beating is the Nets. But say the Nets fall off to a team like the Bucks or the the, uh, the Sixers, and now they have the Celtics capitalize off that and they get to the finals. There's not a team out west, bro, that I feel Celtics can't beat because they have the personnel with Tatum and Brown to go up against any team, bro. Any team. The only thing I would say that may give them some trouble is if you have a dominating big. But even still, even still, I'm saying, who are those dominating bigs? And those dominating bigs are what? Jokic. They can handle the Nuggets, bro. They can definitely handle the Nuggets. And I don't know another another team with a big that's going to give them that type of stress to where they're saying, shit, like, what do we do? You can say AD, but I haven't seen anything out of AD this year that I'm going to give them that type of credit right now. I, I want to agree uh, with you, but yo, it's not I, go ahead, Kev, go ahead. Yo, here's the thing. By no means do I disagree with you. Like, if they ended up in the finals, no one's going to be moving too surprised, right? 
but you can't start off your your playoffs against Milwaukee still. Not even in the sense that they can't beat them. It's just if that's round one, you can't do it. I'm actually sorry. You can't play Milwaukee, then play Philly, then play the Nets. That's what they'd have to do as of right now, the way the standing shake out. So they got to move up and get either Atlanta or the Knicks. Sorry. No way. You are not beating all three of those teams. Maybe they could beat two of them. You can't beat all three in the same year. So I'm sorry. It's too hard. So yeah, that's to what be I'm better. saying. Like, you they would need, and they would need the off. Nets to get knocked off. Remember, they don't have home court advantage either. Eh? But yo, listen to what I'm saying, though. They have to play Milwaukee, then play Philly. Mm-hmm. The Nets would play the Knicks or Atlanta. They're not getting knocked off by Knicks or Atlanta. Yeah, so yeah, they would have to move up still. Yes, that's what I'm saying. You have to. You have to. No way. You beat all three. With no home court advantage? <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah, the, the reason I was saying is like I, I agree with what you're saying in theory, Chris, but we could have said that at any point during the season and it just hasn't come together. It'd be different if you would say, okay, they've been playing well throughout the season. Now they're trying to gain, they're gaining momentum and now I could see them, you know? being a, a force in the playoffs, but it hasn't come together all season, maybe in short stints, but I'm not going to take three, four games and all of a sudden assume that you're going to be able to put it together for a seven game series and man's are game planning for you. That ain't it. We've been talking about the Celtics from start to finish of the year. And what's the main thing we've seen? The team isn't that good. The team is disjointed. The minutes are all over the place. Jason Tatum isn't this, this is that. Like it's just, Kari, Kemba's gone again. Like you know what I mean? Like, it's just one of those things where it's like if it happens, it happens. But like I can't put my money on there because like they don't, they don't, they don't look the part right now. Yeah, but that's why, but fam, when you put your money on, <clears throat> when you put your money on a dark horse, it's it's a dark horse for a reason. You're supposed to get the odds to where you're saying, yeah. And I feel like Celtics have to be the best dark horse out here, bro. Like I don't know a dark horse that's better than the Celtics. Hey, I really don't. Man, they're picking dark horses that have to put it together. That's all I'm saying. Still. That's all I'm saying. But yo, not only are you picking a dark horse, they also have to put it's it a together. puzzle thing. So puzzle thing, puzzle thing. Yeah, I rather <laughs> pick a I, re, I rather pick a dark horse where I've seen their I've seen how their nuts drag. <laughs> you seen how Tatum's has to take a shovel to his his shit. That's a fact. You know no, no, that's job. a fact. Like you, in the playoffs, that's his his shit has to be pulled with strength by his teammates. That's what I'm saying. I can't be picking a guy like Devin Booker where I'm I'm there watching and waiting to see if his shit is going to mature into dragging status, fam. You see what I'm saying? So I'd rather <laughs> just take the man that I see already, fam. That's all. That's, that's fine, but you got to get to that point. The way they've been playing, they can't get to the point where it's nut drag time. That's it. The way they've been playing. So, again, we're asking for a lot of things to come together. I hear you, though. Like, I agree. They could easily end up in the finals and, like, it's not that – it's like, it's not a big deal. It's not a surprise. Like, it won't be, like, Miami, essentially. But, I don't know. There's a lot. They got to move up. That's all I'll say. Have to. They definitely got to move up still. Looking like we lost a member, but we're right back. We're going to take a first break and come back and figure out the rest of the, the, the topics for today. But stay tuned. Man, we're back, bro. Technical difficulties trying to hold some young black kings down, bro. We're going to prevail. Dr. Umar, shout out. <laughs> <laughs> That's my guy, still. That's my guy. But, yo, let's just finish up with some general news because there's been a lot of things going around the NBA. Um, so, first, we can just dig into KPJ's 50-point performance along with Jason Tatum's 60-point performance. Um, I'm going to start this off, bro. If, I, if someone had told me that KPJ dropped 50, I wouldn't even be surprised. I just didn't know if he was going to be rostered to be able to drop 50 because he's a loose cannon. But the talent's never been questioned. 
what do you guys think about the performance? Because he did it fairly efficiently. And I think he was the youngest or one of the youngest players to ever drop 50 plus with 10 assists. So what do you guys think just generally on him? Yeah, and but that's why you that's why you gotta be surprised. That's exactly why you have to be surprised. Because he's one of five mans ever to do what he did, to do what he did. You see what I'm saying? He's one of like I think it's him, LeBron, and Devin Booker to drop fifty at that age in like the history of the game. Like it's it's not a thing to where it's just like, oh, a whole hum flex. Like this guy is doing something where you know, and for me, I feel bad, bro. Like I feel bad for the I feel bad for them still. I feel bad for the Cavs. Because I'm sure when the Cavs drafted him with that last pick in the thirtieth in, in the first round, I think they drafted him what thirtieth overall. Mm-hmm. I'm sure when they drafted him, they didn't they feel like they got a steal still. Or they 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 were saying, you know, we got one in the bag with this guy. And then shit happened and then they had to move him for, for nothing. But yo, Chris, before you go, so, on, you have to remember why he I went thirtieth. You have to remember why he went thirty. He got he kicked got out of USC. <laughs> yeah, like for the same BS, bro. <clears throat> for the same BS. But Kev, what are you thinking? Uh yo, he's he he had to get moved still. Like even though at the start of this, he said they got fleeced. Like I I, we, I think we should all understand they had to trade that man. Still, too many things had happened. Yeah, but even still, fam. No, no, they had. But to. even still, they, they still. I remember the. I remember the the talk. Like mans were still saying they got one. No, no, I know. No, no, I know. When they drafted him, I'm sure they thought they got a steal at thirty. Hundred percent, I agree with you. But I'm just saying, like, fast forward to whenever he was traded this year. Like they had to move him. Still, like, I think I'm happy for him. I'm happy he's in a situation where they looks like they believe in him. They're giving him a chance to show himself. And like, yo, just keep your head down and just hoop like straight. It doesn't get like no snow doesn't get any more simple than that still because we all see the talent it's just a head thing and that's the hardest thing sometimes because like if the talents man's are gonna keep ignoring the head shit they're gonna allow it they're gonna keep allowing you and at some point man's are just gonna say this it's not worth it so i'm hoping he starts performing and and you know staying sane for lack of a better word and he'll be he'll he'll play well. They they left a huge void for him in Houston that he can easily step in and fill in that Harden role. No one's saying he's going to be Harden, but the role is there. Should he be, get the chance to take it? So, like he's in a great opportunity. He's played well so far. He's looking like he can pass. He can shoot. He's shooting like something at like seventy percent at the rim. Like it's mod what he's doing when he gets to the rim. But he's taking too many threes. Saying he's too kind of two jump shot high, but yo, like all that shit, he'll figure out. He's shown some elite traits already, and that that's enough. Still, got a man drop fifty fresh off the strip club fine. <laughs> Found the man said that I'm he saying. had the man said that he had Drew Holiday on skates all night. <laughs> Drew Holiday Which is, is fact, one so. of the best defenders, if not the best defender in the league in terms of a guard at the guard position. And the man, they said that he went to the locker room and they said he had that neck moving like he was fucking. Ice skating in the Olympics, fam. <laughs> putting up, he has putting everything up beer, still. Putting up beer, one hundred points on a triple twirls, fam. Like fifty, fam. We're talking about, we're talking about fifty points, and we're talking about the man put up sixteen three point shots and hit nine, eleven assists with the fifty burger, fam. That's a combo, fam. That's that, that's literally a combo. And he has the ability to say, I'm going to take over a team. Like, he has that 
that instinct in him where he has that dog. Obviously, it's about whether or not he can keep his mental straight. Maturity. That, that's a given. But the mere fact that he has this in him and you gave him up for a second rounder, maybe you should have held him for a little bit. Is all I'm saying. Maybe they should have just held him for a little bit more. You know, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like they, I feel like they saw, they saw the issues because granted he, he was coming in, in the off season, he was talking about some suicide shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember that post mm-hmm. and he had like the mandem around him, like trying to encourage him. And then they told him, take some time before you come back into the team. And then they did something with his locker and then he blew up and that was it. They wiped their hands clean. And then they said, we're getting this nigga off the roster. But you, the thing about it is like, we don't see. We might not see him performing like this if he's still on the Cavs, just based on the situation. Like he doesn't, because he doesn't get that leash. Like right now, when you go to Houston, you're a blank slate in a sense. Mans know what your history is, but Mans are willing to give you every single opportunity. In Cleveland, if he goes out there and he makes one mistake on the court, now you're more prone to pull him because you've seen all the other shit already. So that's why it's like I understand why they did what they did. It's just unfortunate because it could have easily been Cleveland, but shit just didn't go that way. Well, also the thing it's because Colin Sexton's in front of him too. Like, they, that's they, a fact, they yeah, they knew he was had budding potential, but there's a man in front of you that's clearly better already. So it's like, it, it's kind of hard to give you a longer leash. But again, in, in Houston, he's gonna have that clean slate. Um, so we'll see what happens. Hopefully, I wish the best for KPJ because obviously, like, that's an anomaly. Like, people don't put he's up performances box. like that. Yeah, he does what he needs to. Except he's for been Terrence doing Ross. Yeah, and yeah, Brandon true. Jennings. Terrence Ross didn't that's do it true. at the age though. Brandon and Jennings. And Brandon that Jennings. That age. Yeah, Brandon Jennings. Did <laughs> well, Brandon that Jennings was the bucket before the ace, the Achilles though. Yeah, he was a good NBA player still. The league kind of left him when Matt started when the six six PGs came in though. Still a lot. <laughs> um, but let's move forward. Though. We got suddenly five ten wasn't getting it done, eh? Yeah, <laughs> he's six three. Is he? Is he? I'm pretty sure he's six three. <laughs> still, I'm yeah, I think you're right. So yeah, I'm yeah, pretty sure he's six three. Still, he just looks like he's a five ten. He looks like he's a small six three. He looks small. Still, yo, he's only thirty one years old right now. That's madness. His his clothing brand's tough. Still, no, he's six one. He's six one. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but let's yeah, move forward. Tough though. crowd, right? Mm-hmm. OKC tanking. People are pissed in the league saying that the league is turning a blind eye to OKC blatantly tanking, whereas if they if other teams were to arrest a player, they're subject to a fine. Um, I don't really know. I don't really want to like put too much emphasis on this because it's one of those situations where it's like if your team is shit, no one cares if, you, if you're benching your shit players. But when your team is semi-good or relevant at least, and you're benching a star player that's supposed to be out there performing, that people are paying tickets, well, not paying tickets in this sense, but tuning in to watch and you're benching him for arbitrary reasons, that's where I have a problem with it. So I'm not really too concerned about OKC benching players. I don't even know why people are upset. Like, you're not watching OKC games. So what difference does it make? It's a principle, fam. It's not about OKC. It's about what It's about what are you allowing a NBA team to get away with? And it's clear that they're getting away with hypothetical murder. It's clear as day. I'm allow you for saying that you're going to bench Al Horford. Cool, because he's a veteran and whatever the case is. That's not even the issue. But I can't then allow you to say that. And granted, Shea may actually be hurt. Plantar fasciitis, or that, that needs time for a man to heal. But there's too many instances, like Lou Dort. What the fuck is going on with Lou Dort? He's not seen a back-to-back. You know still. what I'm saying? Like, why is it that he can't? He's in and out, in and out, in and out, in and out. Why? Why is that the case? It shouldn't be the case. I can't I can't give them the bly, fam. 
I can't give them a total blight. They have yeah, a Chris D-League left roster. The building, so Chris, Chris, you're back. You're back, fam. You're back. No, nah, I'm back, fam. <laughs> fam, they have a D-League roster over there, fam. A D-League roster. There are D-League teams that are better than the product that they're putting out there right now in OKC. Yo. And that's just what it is. How does it get that bad, fam? Like, I don't understand how it gets that bad. Listen, the Raptors got fined, what, 25 bands? Or 50, something like that for wrestling players. Yeah, 25 Kyle Lowry, so. Pascal, OG. But it was Remember, per player. But really? See, I didn't even know that. Remember, we were in 10th place at that time. And we're the Toronto Raptors. Let's not get it twisted. These American men are not lining up to watch us. So how are we any different from OKC? You know what the difference is? The league owes them one. They lost Kevin Durant. They now lost Russell Westbrook and Paul George. The league is allowing them. How can you look at Al Horford and say, you can go away? How are you allowed to do that? Didn't Phoenix do that with Bledsoe? But, but they, weren't even, they weren't even charging man at time. I'm talking about if you're actively charging a team like the Raptors, how can you then tell a man to go away? How can you tell Drummond to go away? How can you even tell Blake to go away? And then you're charging the Raptors for doing the same thing? True. You're letting, as Chris said, OKC, fam, they just got by box by 56 last night. 57. <laughs> the largest home loss in NBA history. That roster they're putting out there, O'Shea Reset worked them. Sabonis had a 20-10 and 10 triple-double at halftime. Come on, man. This is the NBA. Have some respect. You don't need to be that bad to lose games. That's all I'm saying. You actually don't. But, yo, I swear they fixed a lottery so that tanking's not even incentivized anymore. Like. Nah, it's still incentivized because it's just not as incentivized. But they're going to make sure. They, I think they still, they're still going to be top three or something. Yeah, like yeah. That. They're still going to be top three. That's what. So, like, I, like, what are you on, man? Like, this is disgusting still. The NBA clearly has a bias. They're letting them tank. And I think it's... I think they're allowing the small market teams to do what they want, if I'm being honest with you. I think they've obviously complained enough to the point where there's an issue between the leeway and the things that the big market teams can do versus small market. And this is the NBA's way of repaying them. They're just allowing it, period. Yo, you're probably right, to be honest, because like I can't, I can't really give you a reason as to why they're letting one team do this and another team not. But... I just don't think people care enough. I didn't know people cared enough. Maybe that's what I should say. I didn't know people cared enough that people I think basically teams, mentioned their minds. I think no, nah, I don't think people care, but the teams getting fined are gonna care still. You think Messiah Jury doesn't care that they told Al Horford to go home and they can't tell Pascal yo tech time? True. Those are the people that care. So I don't think anyone else cares. It's a fact. I don't give a fuck that they're putting out garbage. Like No, we don't care, but like nah, but <clears throat> I wouldn't Again, even say that because I'm seeing yeah. man's in like NBA Reddit circles and stuff like point out like mans are asking what's the difference between this and the process like are we That's gonna fire are we gonna fire Sam Presti like no. how we fired Sam Hinkie <laughs> like what's the what's the, difference? the organization though. that's the organization's decision no nah, but it was it was the league it was it was a commissioner that came down and said bro like we need a change here it wasn't the actual Sixers organization that said we have okay, to move okay. Hinkie the okay. commissioner came down and said we this has been going on for three, four years now, and we're taking him out. They're in year one still. Let's still <laughs> it's true still. The league, the yeah. league came down with the with the hammer and said, "Cut it out, cut it out, cut it out." <laughs> yeah, exactly. so yeah. that's what Mans was saying. Are we going to fire Presti now? But they did four years. Pro- Mans going to give him a year or what? Like give him two? Nah. They just want Cade, fam. Is it that bad? They just want Cade to pay Rashad. <laughs> that's all it is. Fam, look at the product, bro. 
I think they're Man's looking for a quick turnaround. Man's were even still. saying like no Philly roster ever looked like this. That's because back when we I were in the fam, you, fam, no, no, and you know why? That's how you feel, right? That's how you feel. But if you look at our, if you look at our process roster, look at those very same players right now and what they're doing in the league: Rashawn Holmes, Nerlens Noel, T.J. McConnell. Hold on, look no. at those very yo, same yo, players, Chris, fam. Where's Where's Tony Roten? Jamar, Jakar Samson. <laughs> On, the, on 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 uh, Indiana right now. Damn, Tony Roten was out there putting up triple doubles, eh? Fam, Tony Roten was only on our roster for one year. But well, he, he, he was, was on the team. He was on the team during the MCW. That and, bad. Uh, we can pick any point. MCW want, eh? is still here, fam. Like fam, we have so many players on during that time of the process that are literally Holy in shit. the league as them. we speak. Uh, I'm gonna pull up the numbers though, because I know that guy was balling. <laughs> fam, the guy averaged 17. <laughs> 17, 5, and, five and, and 3. Yo. Fam, I'm listen to this list. Listen 17. to this list of the process. <laughs> fam, Jeremy Grant, Robert Covington, TJ McConnell, Ish Smith, Rashawn Holmes, Hollis Thompson. Tony Roten was one of the mans that I wrote down. Yes. Nerlens Noel, MCW, Dario Saric. A good 70% of those mans are in the league right now and producing, bro. Can you say that about the roster of anybody other than fucking Lou Dort right now over in OKC? But yo, that's yet to be determined, man. We can't say that. (laughs) We're we're here right now. Give give us some time. (laughs) Would you project it? Who all those men? There's basically going to be in the league. I lie. Dort. I Roby. I said other than Dort. Roby. Yeah, I think Roby's in the league. So Moses Moses Brown's actually on his way out. Moses Brown is so fucking shit. Yo, that nigga is you know you know um um that that you know on South Park Mr. Hinky or whatever that name is the, 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 the piece of shit in South Park fam do you, do you, you might as well uh, might as well know the piece of shit in South Park that is literally Moses Brown just seven foot two yo he is a walking diarrhea fam a walking bucket of diarrhea he is horse shit that's it's like, crazy that's peak tanking when you're tossing that man out there as a starter still like. So I'm saying they're on a yo, they're making it clear. And it's well so I'm saying the league's just allowing them, fam. Like it's obvious. They're letting them do what they want to do. Think about it. Like, think about for years what the Cavs have been doing with Kevin Love. And the league never said anything. Look, like, yo, these men allow specific teams. They only care if you rest a man if it's gonna impact ratings. Period. So outside of OKC Thunder fans, there's probably gonna be a split between men who have pride and men who just want to get Cade. And the teams that are being faulted for tanking, like for resting guys, no one's going to care too much, though. But it is a principle thing. Like, this is the NBA still. That's a principle. You don't need to be that bad to lose. Facts. Side note shout out Anderson Virgil for getting a contract, fam. Six years out, and you get a contract. Why, though? I don't get it. Is it like (laughs) a legacy thing? Yo, I I honestly, if I I had an answer, I would have gave it to you still. (laughs) Free bands. That's all it is. Free bands, bro. You know, honestly, when teams when teams do that, when teams do that, they need to hold a press conference and explain it to us because that doesn't make sense. I, I assume they bring him just to firm to retire, like as a calf. From what they're 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 giving the man under the that, to me that just looks like you're giving them under the under the money table, fam. Like there's some type of drug con- transaction, or he knows something about the organization that he he's held holding one man ransom for what? Um, it's for been what? four years you're since not he making played. the playoffs. It's not they're even not a 10-day. Prob- Fam, <laughs> they're, st- they're signing him. 
<laughs> for the rest of the year for what? That's why I said it was just a legacy team. Only explanation. It he must be that defense. the team's crazy still. Mm. The team must know, be like the, they they must needed to spend like a certain amount or they would have been in trouble or something like that. So and they just said, "Yo, let's phone up one of our docs." <laughs> And, and give him a, Yo, a this guy wants to have 14 stuff. and 14. <laughs> this guy wants to drop 14 and 14. Oh, it's 25 games still, so I can't even really read that. Never mind. What? Mm. I think that's all we got on the docket for today. You guys have anything you want to say before you wrap up and get out of here? Nah, shout out Tatum one more time. 60, nah, 60 really ball on a 32-point comeback. That that we can't forget that part. That's a thirty-two point comeback. Still, the legend. Um, I would like to say in my other fantasy league, I'm in the finals. Robert Covington, your dog shit. I will never draft <laughs> you again. <laughs> my guy, fam. Dog shit. Don't come on here talking about other leagues, fam. It's like talking about other sh- other shorties when you have a shorty. Like, what are you talking about? Um, I just had I had to make sure. Man's Robert Covington is a top salesman, fam. Top realtor. Telling you guys. <laughs> um, but anyway, man, it's the hard report available on all streaming platforms, TikTok, YouTube, like, comment, subscribe, raise the engagement. We're doing a giveaway. So check out the IG page for that. We're going to be posting that daily, um, giving away a Visa gift card for those subscribers to either the YouTube and IG. Um, so stay tuned for that. Make sure you go and take a look at that, save the date, and we'll be announcing the winner on May 30th. Aside from that, look out for some features coming up in the next couple weeks. But other than that, it's the same old hardware report coming to you Monday, 8 a.m., Always, always on time. Never going to be late. Um, But yeah, that's all for today. We'll take care and talk to you guys next time. I know that she's bad for me. Sometimes I get too high, but I can't put this dope down. The only thing on repeat is my thoughts and they won't slow down. I know that she's bad for me, but I need her to know this. Like when you pop up in my mind, like fuck, I lose my focus. Taekwondo, I kick a nigga.